Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media, to make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Back in 2015, while we were still praying at the Princeton Day School, a group of us was heading down to Trenton uh, after the link. We had prepared meals for distribution to the homeless. We had gathered together. We had prayed together. And uh, so we had gone down to Trenton. We were uh, camped out over by the the train station, uh, for those who remember and had been before, uh, right in front of the, um, the cemetery because we had been kind of kicked out of the, the, the train station area, they said that's private property, you can't be here. So we were across the street. Some of the folks there got to know us and they would come and uh, would look forward to us coming on a specific week of the month. Now, some of the men and women were giving out food and one of the, they handed a, a sandwich to one of the homeless men who took the the, uh, the sandwich, he sat on the curb quietly, he bowed his head and prayed, and he took a bite of his sandwich. And he sat there and ate that sandwich peacefully. After finishing about half the sandwich, he wrapped it, the other half, in a little tattered piece of aluminum foil that had been stuffed down into his pocket of his dirty pants and uh, saving it for later. Now, we are surrounded by people who are hungry. Some of them have little food to eat. Others have an access to an abundance of food, but no idea how to get their hands on it. Today's gospel mentions someone who is trying to get his hands on some bread, and Jesus says to him, Jesus says to his disciples, suppose you have a friend And you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. Suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your persistence, You will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Now, a man comes to his friend in hopes of getting something to eat. Question is, what was Jesus telling us that he was hungry for? So many people stand before the Lord and they lift their voices to him with an unquenchable hunger inside of them. And yet, in today's gospel, We read how Christ tells the disciples in that context of that parable, the man coming to his friend to ask for bread, that if you approach the father, he will feed you. He says, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Now, just to put this passage in context, the previous chapter, Luke chapter 10, Jesus had sent out the 70 disciples. They returned back. They were excited. All the things that they had seen the Lord do. 
But surely when they came back, they must have been, after a long trip, after a long journey, they must have been tired and hungry. They must have been exhausted. They come up shortly after and they see Jesus praying. Now, they ask Jesus in that moment, teach us how to pray. To put this in context, the disciples had never, at least recorded in scripture, they had never asked Jesus to teach them how to do anything before. But here they say, teach us how to pray. And that's when Jesus taught them the Lord's Prayer. And in that Lord's Prayer, this is where we say, give us this day our daily bread. You know, so many of us, we pray the right words, and yet we still find ourselves and others around us hungry. We pray this beautiful prayer each and every day. But it's not just saying the right words. Now, right after Jesus transitions into the parable about the friend who comes asking his neighbor for some bread, right after that part where he teaches them the Lord's Prayer, he says, now there's this friend and he didn't have any bread. And so he goes and asks his friend for bread. The scripture tells us that the friend was persistent. Now, again, to give you some context, when he shows up and he starts knocking on the door, the friend cries out. He says, listen, I'm already in bed. Now, they didn't have homes like most of us have homes, right? He says, we're all in bed, which means they were probably living in a one-bedroom apartment or a one-bedroom shack, right? Uh, where there was no bathroom. You had to walk down the hill to get to the bathroom. And so he says, don't disturb me because if I get up, everyone in my house has to get up with me. When I get up, I'm going to have to walk over and step over the rest of my family. Let us go to sleep and we'll deal with this at another time. But it says that he continued to knock with persistence. Another translation uses a different word than persistent. It says he knocked with shameless audacity. And I really like that translation. He knocked with shameless audacity. He didn't give up. He didn't feel embarrassed by the inconvenience of his request to his friend at midnight. Instead, he persists and he boldly asks his friend for what he needs. He wasn't worried about how he looked in front of other people or what others might think of him. He knew he was hungry. He knew he needed food and he knew the place that he could go to get it. And he went expecting to get exactly what it was that he was asking for, what it was that he was in need of. I want you to think about another person in scripture who did the same. There's a woman that had an issue of blood who was bleeding for 12 years. And having lived in constant shame and embarrassment, she made the decision to ignore those feelings and ignore cultural norms. And she went right up and touched Jesus. She brazenly pushed her way through the crowd in order to receive healing from Christ. Confident that she would be healed if she simply touched the hem 
of the garment of the Savior. I want you to consider in Psalm 44, verse 23, where it says, the psalmist says, Awake, Lord, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. The psalmist goes and says, there's no time for you to sleep, Lord. I have certain needs, and you're the only one who can provide those needs for me. What about Elijah, who in 1 Kings, he's having this conflict with the prophets of Baal, and he shamelessly, confidently goes before the Lord, calling on him during his confrontation on Mount Carmel. Elijah prayed boldly, and God responds as we would expect that he did. He sent fire from heaven, showing his power and his presence. And of course, in today's gospel, the friend who willingly set aside social concerns, what people might think about him, because he really needed to go and get this pressing need fulfilled. The man's audacity comes because he knew what he needed and he knew that his friend was able to help and he had confidence in that relationship. Our God is approachable. Our God is gracious. Our God is merciful. He is compassionate. He's loving and he's kind. Now, sometimes we feel like we may be inconveniencing him, but he is always available and always approachable and waiting on us. We can go into his presence at any time and in any place, and we can rest assured that we will not be disturbing him. We will not be interrupting him in the middle of a night's sleep. We won't be annoying him. We can be assured that when we go to him, that he will provide for our needs. Do you want to be filled with God? Do you want your life to be satisfied and your, maybe not physical, your stomach to be filled, but your hearts to be filled? Have no boundaries with God. Go to him and tell him exactly what it is that you need. Are you woken up in the middle of the night? Get on your knees and pray. Come hungry to the Lord at every moment. Maybe you're standing here this morning and with audacity, not concerned about what people will say, your heart is lifted up and you want to lift your heart and cry out to the Lord. Maybe you want to show up to church with a notebook and a pen, as some people do, to take notes because you're hungry to learn and to grow and to retain what it is that you've received. Come hungry and trust that the Lord is here and ready to feed you. Maybe you need to commit to being in liturgy each and every single week, coming hungry and trusting that the Lord will feed you. How hungry are you this morning? How much have you come this morning with a desire to be fed by Christ? The psalm that we read tells us that the Lord will teach you to do his will. He will cause you to hear his loving kindness in the morning. He will cause you to know the way in which you should walk. 
if you are hungry for the Lord, if you are hungry for a life of holiness, He will teach you to walk in His way if you come hungry. Now, there's a question that I've been wrestling with all week, this week, about what was behind the shameless audacity of the man, the friend who came and knocked on his neighbor's house at midnight. Like, why would he do such a thing? What would compel him to have such a sense of urgency that he needed to go in that moment and it couldn't wait until the next morning? What if today's gospel is about more than just satisfying a personal hunger. Now, you remember the friend who comes to his neighbor and says, lend me three loaves of bread. The man wasn't focused on his own hunger. He came because he had a friend in need. I have a friend who's been on a day's journey. He's coming and I have nothing to offer to him. He had a friend who was in need. You remember that homeless man who was saving a sandwich for later? One of our our, uh, St. Ananas women went up to him and said, hey, listen, I see that you've saved your sandwich. If you're hungry, we've got more. We've got peanut butter and jelly. We've got ham and cheese. We've got, you know, whatever you want. If we don't have what you want, we'll go to uh, McDonald's and get you something to eat. Like, what do you want? And he said, no, 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 I'm satisfied. I'm fine. I've had enough. He said, I'm saving this later for one of my friends who couldn't make it. And it it struck me when I saw that, and it struck me this morning in the gospel, that the hungry person is not always just seeking to satisfy themselves. Sometimes when we're hungry, it reminds us and it helps us to see Man, there's others that are hungry around us that need to eat. That man said, I've got enough for myself. I need to make sure that I'm providing for others. What if, y'all, God wants to make sure that we all get fed today? Not just so that we can be fed, but for the countless other people around us that need to eat, that are spiritually starving that don't have that daily bread of the Lord. What do you think ultimately happens when we get fed? What do you think happens when parents take an active role in discipling and spiritually feeding their children rather than just depending on the church to do that job? What do you think happens when a young woman gets so spiritually fed And she can't get enough of God in her life because she wants to be a blessing to her friends at school. How can the Lord bless an entire household when a father wakes up in the middle of the night hungry for his children to be nourished by the word of God and he spends time in vigil praying for his children and his wife and committing himself to being in church and making sure that his family is nourished within the kingdom of God. Remember that if you're hungry for God, all you have to do is come to him. The table is set. It's available. It's ready. Come boldly to your father. Ask him to nourish you and trust him that he will.
be prepared to eat. Be ready for him to pour himself out upon you. The beauty is that the Lord can provide enough, not just for you, but also for those around you who need to be spiritually fed. Those around you who have a spiritual hunger. This morning, as we continue through liturgy, I want to encourage you to get hungry. Stand before the Lord and ask him to nourish you this morning. Ask him to give you a full measure of his spirit. Ask him to let the words of scripture to be planted in your hearts and in your minds, to bear fruit in your life, that that fruit might nourish someone else, that that fruit might encourage someone else to get hungry as well. This morning is not just about you being fed. It's about you making sure you are fed so that you can help distribute for others. All glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.